This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night Show. In studio, Congressman King, Judge Weinberg, John Katzmatidis, and myself, Lydia. And on the line with us, we have Michael Goodwin, New York Post columnist, fantastic writer, Pulitzer Prize winning writer. And you've been very prolific and very, I guess, this amazing truth teller when it comes to what's going on with Elon Musk. And just a short time ago, earlier today, actually, he tweeted out, under pressure from hundreds of activist employees, Twitter deplatformed Trump as sitting U.S. president, even though they themselves acknowledged that he didn't violate the rules. Massive conspiracy with big tech to try to get after Trump. Uh, Michael Goodwin, this isn't surprising, but it's just crazy how this is all coming out. It is a remarkable event uh, when you think about it, that it took Elon Musk to buy Twitter for the public to know what was really going on at Twitter. I mean, you, you know, you, you think, I mean, Twitter is not that old. It, it, you know, it's just kind of, it, it's a little bit of fun. There's, you know, animal pictures. People tell stories. They tell history, cultural events, um, and, of course, politics. And who knew the whole thing was just rotten to the core, that, that the politics side of this was just such a fix that it, you know, it's like they didn't just put their thumb on the scale. They put their whole fist on the scale to disadvantage Republicans, conservatives, and advantage the left. And, you know, one of the things we, we talk about Trump and we're talking about things like the Post and Hunter Biden and all of that, and all of that is quite serious stuff. But I think there's probably another angle here that we're not not yet privy to, and that is – when you look at candidates across the country in the last two election cycles, when the Twitter employees were giving 99% of their money to Democratic candidates, what do you think they were doing in governor's races, in, in congressional races, even in Senate races? Do you think those, the Republican and conservative candidates got a fair shake on Twitter? It's impossible to believe well, that. Well, how about the $400 million from Facebook? Well, that's right. The same sort of thing. That was in 2020, uh, $419 million, I think, exactly, John, that Mark Zuckerberg gave mostly to cities to get out the Democratic vote. Uh, I mean, this is, this, is what, this is what the technology companies have done. And, and we cannot let the FBI off the hook either, even for a minute. I mean, they are sitting there and seemingly in some cases encouraging this stuff. Uh, suggesting that, uh, you know, the Hunter Biden stuff is, is not kosher. It could be disinformation. We don't know how many other things the FBI did that on. They may have gone after individual candidates themselves. They may have been whispering in uh, the Twitter ears, oh, that candidate, no, no, no. You want to, what, what is that you call, oh, yeah, do not amplify. Right. Or a shadow ban. Yeah, whatever that means. You guys go ahead and do that. We don't know 
But there's every reason to suspect that the FBI was not a benign observer. Uh, we know that on the Hunter Biden. So why would we believe it stopped there? I mean, this is a corrupted FBI. It's a partisan FBI. Uh, Christopher Ray should have been driven out of office long ago uh, because he has presided over this. Merrick Garland. There's no question that Twitter is a vehicle for the left. Michael, this uh, is Pete King. Facebook. Nope. Now, rather than uh, Donald Trump talking about voting machines and all that, I wish he had focused on issues like this because you have uh, Twitter, Facebook, you have the entire intelligence community, going back to Brennan and Clapper and Comey. And the mainstream uh, media outlets as well. Right, all working together. That, that should have been the issue. That, to me, is why you know, the election was corrupted, not by the old-fashioned way of people stealing votes and doing them in the middle of the night when no one was looking. This was a much they more corrupted sophisticated— the, the right. They, they corrupted the public discourse. They all conspired. They suppressed the real stories. You had 51—Michael, it's Richard Weinberg. You had 51 intelligence officials, Clapper and Brennan, as, as the congressman just said— putting their legitimacy on the line so that Biden in the debate can say, look, it's, it's just been disproven. It's Russian disinformation. Right. And uh, I, I ran in my Sunday column a, a letter from a reader who I thought made an excellent point. I wish I'd thought of it myself, uh, which is, OK, so that's what they did then. Let's assume for a second that they they didn't see the laptop, but let's assume they believed that what they were signing, that, that this had all the earmarks of Russian disinformation. Well, fast forward to where we are now, more than two years later, the, the laptop has, has been authenticated by the New York Times, the Washington Post, everybody. Nobody has found a single thing on the laptop that was placed there after Hunter Biden dropped it off. Now, where are those 51 people? If the laptop is authentic, why are they not concerned that Joe Biden is compromised? That was the whole point. The, it's not about Hunter Biden. It's about Joe Biden. And when they came to Joe Biden's rescue with their false uh, allegation that it looked like uh, – Russian disinformation, now that they've been proven wrong, why aren't they out there saying, we're sorry, we're very concerned that Joe Biden is compromised because it's all the evidence is on the laptop? Where are they? They're deadly silent. They need to have a real investigation about those connections well, between the money-making yeah. of the Biden family and how it's influencing public policy and national security. It's a very important issue. Maybe the most important issue of our time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, uh, as I've said several times uh, in my columns and, and on the air, that Xi Jinping knows all about Joe Biden's relationships and how much money the Biden family got. Xi Jinping knows this, but the American people don't. Now, that That's is scary. the essence scary. of a compromise. That could go even to the, the heart of uh, <clears throat> how did COVID phenomena occurred what did right. the, what did we know the united states know in the inner working that's why in terms I, of I, cause and effect. Why i just said to bill o'reilly on our previous interview that christopher ray is the fbi director a 10-year term he should have the courage to stand up and and, and, and and deal with honesty and integrity. And Michael Goodwin, it makes you wonder, why did Fauci advocate for those lockdowns? Why was he so adamant that, oh, this, this did not come from a lab? It did, it did seem like he was pushing that Communist Party rhetoric straight from China. Well, look, you know, a lot of this has to do with whatever Trump said, they were all 
uh, almost like sworn to take the other side. So when Trump talks about China and the way he says it, China, uh, uh, you know, everybody runs to the other side without even thinking. And the lab leak theory, look, we don't know for certain. People feel strongly about this. But the idea that it had to be ruled out, that it couldn't possibly be true, that it was taken off of Twitter. The New York Post, again, had a column by a man named Stephen Mosher, who was an early proponent of the lab leak theory. His, he was, his stuff was taken off of social media because of, of what he wrote about that. So, you know, even when things aren't clear, what the left has tried to do is say they are certain. This is certain. We know science says it didn't come from a lab. But then when Fauci backtracks and says, well, maybe it did, we don't know for sure, it's too late. I mean, you cannot have these debates, these critical debates, just cut off at the kneecap because they favor or disfavor a political party. Twitter is a wonderful thing when it's used properly. You, it really can be a kind of town square. But the way they did it with their creation of all these terms, these words that, like 1984, they don't mean what they sound like they mean. They are all ways of shutting up people They the, the Twitter employees didn't agree with. And as I say, they gave 99% of their contributions to Democrats. And $400 million from Facebook. the arbiters? Yeah, exactly. I think this goes much deeper than politics. It goes, it's just... It goes to the heart of the survival of this country. It really undermines the democratic process. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're out of time. Michael Goodwin, thank you for speaking out for our country and... I'm really concerned, Peter King. I'm think you're, you're concerned. We're all concerned. I am. Thank God we have people like Michael Goodwin. He's been a voice of reason for so long. Keep it going, Michael. But you know what we've got, Thank John? You all. We've got the truth. We've got the truth out there. Thank you so much, and we'll catch up again real soon. My pleasure. Thank you all. We're going to be taking a break and going to Lou Dobbs to see how the financial markets are concerned. We're up five, over 500 points. And after that, some additional breaking news, so stand by. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.